The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Said 180. The oh, judge yeah, in right. the Manafort trial receives threats. What? Meanwhile, no, the media tries to reveal the juror's identity. Well, well yeah. Geez. Yes, the hey, judge right. presiding over former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort's that trial revealed on Friday that he has been receiving threats over the case and is now receiving protection from U.S. Marshals. Well, the right. revelation came after U.S. District Judge T.S. Ellis III denied a request from CNN and uh, other left-of-center media oh, outlets no. which sought to obtain the names and addresses of the 12 jurors in the trial. Oh, no, that ain't I right. feel right. It's totally if I release their names... I think there would be a substantial amount of people afraid. Oh, please. To do so would create a risk of harm to them. Oh, come on. Said Judge Ellis. The marshals go where I go. See? Everything's fine. Fox News noted that the other news organizations that tried to obtain the information include The Washington Post, Uh The New York Times, Mm -hmm. The Associated Press, Uh NBC, Uh Political, and BuzzFeed. (laughs) All of which are widely viewed as left-leaning. Gee, no, you don't they're think? just normal. I had no idea this case would excite these emotions, quite frankly. Oh, come on. Well, Judge Ellis, you haven't been paying attention, huh? That's right. Good luck. Jurors entered the second day of deliberations on Friday over the multiple tax evasion and bank fraud charges filed against Manafort. Bank fraud? What? Yeah. Wait, what about? Russia, what is this? No it's not about Oh, come yeah. on, get with it. What the hell? Yeah, see, the Manafort trial is about crimes he committed long before he was involved with Trump. What? And he was only involved with Trump's campaign for about maybe two months. Good enough. That. And that was about it. Um, so uh, this was a case that they had looked into earlier and kind of passed on it. And then they brought it up again and uh, it kind of hit him hard with it. And uh, in the hopes that he'll come up with some sort of dirt on Trump out of his barely two months of doing business with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, that somehow uh, this would bring Trump down. Of course, it looks like he's going to just have to make something up. So uh, this is hanging over his head. And when this trial's over, they got another one. Because people in the business of Paul Manafort, which is just about everybody who lives on K Street in Washington, D.C. Oh, damn. Just about it. Everybody involved in Congress and Senate, even White House, and on and on and on, uh, do deals like this uh, that skirts the laws that the rest of us just can't do. So uh, there's probably some amount of criminality here, but when it boils down to you didn't cross your T's or dot your I's right, well, they're not really interested in any bank fraud. They're interested in Trump. But there you go. Well, I'll take it. Oh, God damn, that is just so dishonest. What's dishonest is a man who won't admit that he used terrible language and didn't realize it was on tape. You no. go, girl, Amorosa. Oh, hell no. 
Oh, goddamn. Shit. That no good bitch. Oh. oh, she stabbed him in the back. I mean, hell, Trump's the only friend she had left. Oh, and look what on. she did. Oh, that's no good. Can't yes, trust nobody nowadays. You always believe the woman. Is that right, Lefty? Yes. Well, but uh, that's there was a hashtag. Believe all women. That's right. Hashtag believe all women. Believe all convenient women. What? <laughs> uh, this week, Congressman Keith Ellison, Minnesota, good man, uh, achieved a no. victory in no, primary for his, uh, for the state attorney general. Oh, uh, yeah, but a few right. days before that. Allegations had surfaced, surfaced that he had abused his ex-girlfriend. Oh, please. Uh-huh. Monahan's son claimed on Facebook that Ellison sent well, threatening texts to his mom. can't believe it. And that uh-huh. he'd seen a video of Ellison dragging Monahan oh. off a of bed. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. backed up her son's statements. Ellison yep. denied all the charges. Oh, yeah, yeah. As he should. What? I mean, where is this videotape? Until right. we see it, Keith. Ellison must be presumed innocent. That's nope. that's the way it should be. Well, that's interesting, Lefty, because you just said leave all women. But, of course, this woman isn't very convenient for the political narrative, is it? So we can't believe her until we see some rock-solid evidence, which is true. We don't really know if Keith Ellison did any of this. But it's funny how that's not applied to others. And... I'm beginning to see some serious cracks in the Me Too movement at this point. Uh, it got used and abused. I mean, look at poor Chris Hardwick. Uh, even though it's clear the man was wronged and lied about and was completely innocent, all the evidence was on his side, not the girlfriend's well, side. Uh, people still protested. People from the Talking Dead show quit in uh, protest of his return. Because they're more enamored with a narrative that achieves power than they are in reality, truth, and justice. Yeah, so. Funny how that works out. Oh, this is just a bunch of nonsense. No, it ain't. It's one up to Oh, get out. Meanwhile, uh, in entertainment news, comedian Michelle Wolf, oh, she's show with Netflix, she's wonderful. has just been canceled. What? Oh, yeah! yeah. Oh! Uh, there's a problem. What? When no one watches your show, <laughs> Netflix figured, hey, uh, we could hold that space for something better. Yeah. So, bye, Michelle. Yeah, no! Door, door your ass. I didn't even know she had a show on Netflix. Well, that's it's part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, came and went. Uh, <laughs> no one cares. I can't. Wolf. I can't. That's the problem. No! Meanwhile, Watchmen is a go. The pilot has been shot, and HBO has said, let's bring it to series. Uh, this will be overseen by Damon Lindelof of Lost Fame, among other things, leftovers, stuff like that. Uh, well, uh, it won't be an adaption of the Alan Moore graphic novel from the 80s, uh, which was made into a movie uh, directed by Zack Snyder and uh, was pretty uh, uh, loyal to the actual story. So if you want to see it in live action, uh, go get that. Uh, the ultimate edition, uh, not the theatrical. That tends not to be so great. It's a long story, so a movie's not really going to tell it. Uh, anyway, uh, of course, Crazy Alan Moore never wanted anyone to adapt into his uh, story at all. Uh, but uh, the artist was okay with it. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, yeah, Lefty, you need to read uh, Lindelof's uh, statements here on the subject. What's that? You just you just have the voice for it. You do. Hey, huh, let's see. 
We have no desire to adapt the twelve issues Mr. Moore and Mr. Gibbons created thirty years ago. Those issues are sacred ground, and they will not be retread, nor recreated, nor reproduced, nor rebooted. Now what the hell's the point? How can you say it's based on the damn thing when you ain't doing it? I don't know, Red. He doesn't explain that. Let's see, he continues. They will, however, be remixed. What's the difference between a remix and a reboot? Well, uh, I, I don't know, Red, damn it. <laughs> uh, you see, they'll however be remixed. Because the bass lines and those familiar tracks are just too good, and we'd be fools not to sample them. What? Sample them? That's just stealing. What the? It's a comic book. Hey, well, what the? It ain't music. But, this is stupid. Am I reading this or what? Yeah, you're reading it. Come on, Red. Oh, God damn. Yeah. <clears throat> Those original 12 issues are our Old Testament. What? When the New Testament came along, it did not erase what came before it. Creation, the God of Eden, Abraham and Isaac, the flood. It all happened. Well, did it? Yeah. And so it will be with Watchmen. The comedian died. Dan and Lori fell in love. Ozymandias saved the world. And Dr. Manhattan left it just after blowing Rorschach to pieces in the bitter cold of Antarctica. Spoiler alert, huh? Well, Well, it's been a while. Uh, HBO programming chief Casey Bloys also recently said that the pilot episode is phenomenal. I have very, very high hopes, Bloys said. They did a great job. Damon Lindelof wrote a phenomenal script. And Nikki Castle did an amazing job shooting the show. Oh, hell, they always say that nonsense. I mean, what are they going to say? Oh, well, I guess it was all right. Kind of good. You might like it. Give it a shot. You never know. What the hell? Or just don't. I don't care. No, they ain't going to say nothing like that. It's always going to be phenomenal. It's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh, hell no. Hell no. I don't even know what we're talking about. There you go. That explains that outburst. Meanwhile, Disney debut the trailer for their upcoming animated series on Star Wars Resistance. Oh, Ooh, I love the sound of that. Well, Good. no one particularly likes it. <laughs> Boy, they still continue to struggle to maintain that Star Wars franchise. Uh, Why? The voting on the YouTube uh, channel... That Disney has with the trailer, uh, uh, the ratio is pretty bad, at least oh, at the on. last I was looking at it's it. It's going to get better. Uh, more people hate it, haters, oh, like it, and it is pretty bad. Uh, the artwork on, on spaceships and everything looks fine. The cartoon people, what? not so much. Oh. And uh, the uh, acting and storytelling is... It's a cartoon. Well, it's extremely juvenile. It's a and, uh, to the point of being yeah, annoying. It's cartoon, oh, so. Not for me. I don't know. No, I never did like never, any of the it's Star not Wars for cartoons. You. So, uh, but other people who seem to really love those uh, hate this one as well. What? So uh, maybe it's the art style. I it, it has it beckons, harkens what? back rather uh. to the uh, 2D animation style. Which I prefer because I'm old. Yeah. Uh, the computer ones with the 3D, I never liked that. Uh, uh, so it's too bad because I think this is already a, a flop before it uh, gets out the door. But the bad feeling left that. by The Last Jedi continues to just bleed 
that franchise. So what are you going to do? You got, I'm going to watch it. That's what. Show my support. Because Last Jedi was brilliant. Well, that tells me all I need to hear. I never had any intention to see any Star Wars. And now I'm never going to. Huh. Well, how about that? Uh, meanwhile, shameful. Star Trek is in deep trouble. Good. <laughs> uh, the movies uh, were probably the first to get the axe. Uh, Star Trek Four was supposed to be rolling right along, and officially it still is, but uh, uh, pay negotiations with stars Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth. Uh, both were needed, as Chris Pine plays Captain Kirk now, or did, and Chris Hemsworth played his father in the first movie, and this was supposed to be a time travel story where Kirk meets his father. Oh, uh, well, uh, they both uh, walked because they couldn't come to terms on what they should be paid uh, for the movie. Paramount's in a lot of trouble. Their uh, Transformers uh, franchise uh, crashed and burned, and apparently they don't manage money well because uh, Star Trek uh, was based on investor funds from China and whatnot. But the franchise uh, pooped the bed with uh, Star Trek Into Darkness and Star oh. Trek Beyond. Yeah, albeit better than Star Trek Into Darkness, it just wasn't enough to salvage that disaster. Star Trek's in trouble because it's split between Paramount and CBS. And CBS, I guess, technically owns Star Trek in total. Paramount owns the rights to movies, uh, all the ones that were made. But they had to tweak the story so that it was separate from the original, which is why they probably why they did the whole time warp thing, which doesn't bother me at all. Other people are upset about it and whatnot, but, uh, you know, I gave them some leeway about what to do, especially when they're recasting the original characters and all that sort of thing. Uh, meanwhile, uh, CBS uh, decided to go ahead with the TV series. Well, uh, fine, and uh, actually that's where Star Trek belongs, in yes. my opinion. The movies were more kind of tributes to the ideas of Star Trek. What? Or at least the, the show. Most of the movie plots involves a villain and some action, and then it ends. Whereas Star Trek, actually, of all the uh, popular sci-fi franchises, is the act the only one that actually deals with sci-fi subject matter. Uh, and so the Star Trek series uh, w would, uh, would deal with that, and they had the time because it's a television show. So uh, here they come with Star Trek Discovery, uh, and it's set 10 years before Captain Kirk's uh, career begins. Unfortunately, it bears no resemblance to that series whatsoever. <laughs> and it's not just the look of it or the look of the ships and the, the costumes and all that. Uh, it's even a storyline material. All of a sudden, there's this character who's Spock's half or uh, stepsister, uh, adopted sister, rather. Uh, she's human and all this sort of stuff, but she's smarter than every Vulcan that ever lived, even though she yeah. isn't one. And all this sort of crap. She's a Mary Sue character. Oh, it's my God. just garbage. There was probably uh, only one interesting episode. What? That didn't really involve her. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and, but it just went nowhere. It, only a handful of moments were recognizable as Star Trek. And uh, at the end, they suddenly slapped on this idea of the first, or well, I guess he's the second captain of the Enterprise, whatever, Captain Pike. Uh, and they cast a guy who does bear a, a pretty closer resemblance to Captain Pike of Jeffrey Hunter's performance from the original series than did the actor who played him. I forget his name, but he was like in, from originally from St. Elsewhere and stuff like that. But he played Captain Pike in the movies. But this guy looks closer to it, but... They're not 
going to explain the the continuity of the show. It, it wrecked that entirely for no good reason. I don't understand it. There's some people ex- saying that there's some complications about how they contracted the show and they couldn't use original ideas. I don't know. Uh, that would probably help to explain some of it, but it's so far removed and the the, the stories were just awful. Most notably, because the main plot of the starship in the series was that it was an experimental ship and it used this alien life form to boost its, uh, well, not speed, but its ability to flip through uh, stars and whatnot instead of using warp speed, whatever. Uh, they stole that top to bottom from some online video game maker. <laughs> I mean, I went and looked at this thing and it's all, it, even the cast is completely ripped off from this thing. What? And uh, I, I think they had to settle with that. So, oh, God. what a mess. So, trying to get interest in a new Star Trek movie and needing the money to do it, which apparently Paramount doesn't have. Which, what? we may be beginning to see the end of Paramount. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, the tease was, hey, uh, Chris Pine will be in it, and he's a star from the Wonder Woman movie, and Chris Hemsworth will be in it, and he's Thor from the Marvel movies, and oh, boy, so that would get some interest. Uh-oh, they just walked, so now you don't even have that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm getting, I don't think there's going to be a Star Trek four. Oh, no. uh, there's supposed to be yet another Star Trek movie by Quentin Tarantino, and apparently what? he intended to use this cast. Which would be wise, because they are a good cast. I think this is oh, yeah. a really good cast. It's sad that they got squandered, because well, I think it's over. Uh, uh, whether we see that or not, I, I'm dubious now. If, if he's, he, see, he sounded serious about it, but it's a couple of years away. So I don't know if that would count as a Star Trek V, but whatever. The Quentin Tarantino Star Trek will probably have an entirely different cast. God damn, so, what a lost opportunity. Meanwhile, CBS and Paramount are looking to merge because both entities are in some, some amount of trouble. Paramount far more in dire shape than CBS. Uh, but, uh, the merger talks were, uh, not going well as the people involved apparently hate each other. Oh, and then man. all of a sudden, a Me Too moment happened for Les Moonves. Ah, <laughs> uh, that. <laughs> the head of CBS. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> it so would be better for Star Trek as a property if it was under one roof again, well, like it was in the past. Yeah. But a lot of damage has been done, and so it's going to take quite a bit to get it back. And I don't know that these guys that are in charge of it right now are the ones to do it. Uh, well, certainly not Moonves, who doesn't like science fiction by his own admission anyway. Oh, and uh, Alex Kurtzman, I don't think he cares about this series. It's just the job oh, no, that makes him money thing. and he's putting himself in a position to oversee and now they're they're going to poop out a bunch of shows and uh, patrick stewart's supposed to get a new series we'll see how that works but just having patrick stewart in a series is not enough to restore this especially if what i fear is that there's this uh apparently this plan to do a starfleet academy series which would probably be reduced to a teenage soap opera series oh, <laughs> with him as the headmaster. So I guess he'd be Mr. Belding to their uh, Say by the Bell. Oh, well, come on. <laughs> and uh, boy, all the fans will love that. So yeah. it's it's odd that all at once the uh, popular uh, science fiction uh, franchises are just 
seemingly committing suicide. Oh, I mean, you've got no. Star Wars that uh, pooped the bed. You've got no, Star Trek that pooped fine. the bed. No. And you got Doctor Who, who had been pooping the bed for oh, years. Oh, my God. No. And then suddenly decided to just cast the Doctor as a woman so? for some political statement. And that's so? all they got. Uh, it, se- it doesn't seem like uh, you hear the discussions about the shows and... Uh, all they preach is the, the the identity politics crap. So, They're not really preaching about where this goes forward and what the uh, new going. adventures will be and all that. Because uh, I don't think they even thought about it. <laughs> so, no, they did. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Another franchise that uh, found itself in trouble was the DC Heroes, with their only success being Wonder Woman. Oh, that was And uh, they got Aquaman coming up, and he's got to do very well. He can't just do good. He's got to be great for oh, people yeah. to even say it was good. Okay. It's not fair, but that's the way it is. Man, come on. Uh, so there's rumors that uh, uh, they're looking at Tom Cruise to be the Green Lantern. What? Now, the idea was that they would have <laughs> a, uh, a Green Lantern yeah. kind of yeah. buddy cop movie called come Green on. Lantern Corps. And uh, Hal Jordan would be an older man in this version teaching a younger uh, John Stewart, who is the Black Green Lantern. Oh, so the uh, white man to, uh, teaches the Green black Lantern. Man. Oh, and then the great. idea was that, mm-hmm. oh, Hal Jordan would die heroically at the end. And there he you would should. have John Stewart, the Green Lantern, to, I guess, join the Justice League if they should do it oh, in a yeah. Justice League movie down the road. That would be awesome. And it's all fine and well, but apparently Tom Cruise has some sort of clause when he takes on movies that his characters that he plays do not die. <laughs> What? So, uh, he doesn't want Hal Jordan to die. So, uh, the if they want to, and they probably need a boost from a star like that to uh, give some energy to this franchise. Don't oh, know yeah. if these next few movies, uh, Aquaman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman, do very well. Uh, they might be in a better position. But uh, having Tom Cruise might it might give them some help there. Uh, and, uh, they could probably still do the story, I would think, if, because it's, you know, it's superheroes and whatnot. Hell, they killed Superman and brought him back. What? So oh, you could man. have it where Hal Jordan comes back from the dead. Uh, but I, apparently, uh, Tom Cruise doesn't even want to do that. I don't, <laughs> so who knows? That's the story. Uh, we'll see where that goes. As for the future of it, Superman, uh, they wanted, uh, I mean, they, I mean, people wanted a Man of Steel sequel, which would have been a better idea, I think, than a uh, Batman versus Superman movie. But oh well, too late. Uh, but there, apparently, there's some uh, uh, negotiations going on between the actor Henry Cavill and Warner Brothers over how much he gets paid for another Superman movie. Uh, and they suddenly announced, we're going to do a Supergirl movie. Oh, so great. act like that we could just dump you and do this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that would go over all that great. What? Um, the desire for a Superman movie is more. And it's you can't scream sexy. sexism and all that when you've yes, got you Wonder Woman there. Your only successful hit. Uh, and Wonder Woman is not a derivative character of a male character. So she's her own entity. If you if all, if all you want to be about is women, then there you go. There she is. And that was a good movie. That's why it was good. Not because she was a woman. Yes. Because it was a good movie. And hopefully the sequel the will be day. as good. It's the same crew. So, yeah, there's hope for that. But uh, so uh, hopefully I would like to see an extension because I think the way I saw it of Man of Steel 
was a freshman Superman. He learned what? he would learn through the story, but the story didn't get wasn't told. So it would be nice to see another one and to see him go after other uh, uh, villains and opponents instead of just always having Lex Luthor and the villains from Krypton. You know, I mean, well, yeah. for what forty years almost, <laughs> that's the only story they ever tell in the movies. Yeah, the same. Um, it's time to branch out for Superman and. Uh, so there you go. There is talk that Henry Cavill is also uh, looking at James Bond after Daniel Craig finishes up. No, here. Idris Elba. Uh, the rumors about Idris Elba were just that, a bunch of nonsense. What? And uh, so it's he may have time. a shot. Uh, he time. was looked at before Daniel Craig got it, but they decided they wanted an older man, and uh, he was much younger then. And uh, so, but... Uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see if he can uh, get that down the road. So, uh, well, hey, there's your pop culture crap roundup along yeah, with the rest of the crap. news of uh, pop culture just, and uh, politics. This is all that wonderful stuff it, that you just love to hear me rant about. No, and you're <laughs> ignoring me. That's right. I'm ignoring you. Oh. Hey, uh. I'm done. I don't want to uh, talk about Trek uh, Wars and all super shit. Uh, okay, Red. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You can go. Get it right. Okay. Uh, well, uh, there goes Red with his Make America Great Again. Oh, yes. God. Uh, but according to the governor of New York, America was never great. What? And look, the simple point is all this comes down to this. We're not going to make... America great again. Uh, it was never that great. Well, he's got a point. We have not reached greatness. Yes. We will reach greatness when every American is fully engaged. Yes. We will reach greatness when discrimination yes. and stereotyping against women, 51% of our population yes. is gone. Yes. And every woman's full potential is realized and unleashed. And every woman yes. is making her full contribution. When that happens, yes. this nation is going to be taken even higher. Yes. Because we have not yet fully liberated Yes. The women in this country. Yes. And we will. Yes. And New York will lead the way. Yes. And watch New York rise. Yes. Thank sir. you. God bless. Yes. Yeah. I mean, come on. Everybody's making a big hissy fit about this, but come on. Oh, America never did anything wrong. Oh, did it? Mm, dear about the Indians. Dear about slavery. Dear about Jim Crow laws. Yeah, that was all the United States of America. Oh, let's go back to those days. That's what Trump's message is. That's what it is. Oh, come on. Oh, this is supposed to be the end of Cuomo? Give me a break. Yes, the United States of America has many sins in yes, its past. That's right. And like you mentioned, the Indians, you have the yes. Trail of Tears. Right. Conducted by President Andrew Jackson, mm -hmm. the founder of the Democratic Party. What? what? Uh, you have, of course, slavery, which yes. he supported. Well, uh, the well, Confederacy, founded by Democrats. Oh, now. Uh, the Ku Klux Klan, founded no. by Democrats. No! The Jim Crow laws and segregation, 
written, conducted by Democrats, no, and no. the eventual collapse and that, end of those uh, institutions that, fought tooth and nail by Democrats. Oh, damn it, no, <laughs> well, the there 70s, were Democrats yeah, who were agreed with changing ended, things. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. a lot of these terrible wrongs and sins of America have Democratic Party fingerprints all over. No. No. Anyway, that's our little lesson. Thanks for reminding us, Governor Cuomo. No. Uh, we'll take a break, play some bits, and then say goodnight. Oh, God damn it! You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. like the sound of my voice yes you know you do and you want to hear it in the best way possible so why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from tweaked audio key features include eight colors and styles mic'd and non-mic'd versions designed to sound great for music and talk noise reducing design with a lifetime warranty so head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code mr nelson at checkout for 33 percent off and free worldwide shipping that's mr nelson M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. Hey, hey where the mayonnaise? Hey, no mayonnaise in here nowhere? Where the hell the mayonnaise? We gotta have mayonnaise somewhere in this house. Oh, uh-oh. Where the hell are you now? Damn it, Daryl. Don't give me no attitude. It ain't yeah, always about Darryl, what you do, but what you allow to happen. Well, what's that supposed to mean? Just now, I sat down in my chair to watch a movie. I had my beer and my chips ready to go. When I saw on the rug a smear of feces. With well, worms well, crawling well, in it, um, I like to gag. <laughs> well, um, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. shut up, <laughs> shut up, and answer me this: Did you let that mangy mutt into this house well, after I uh, told you not uh, to? Um, uh, oh. Answer me, damn it! <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Brother's Keeper on TLC. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Woman claims she's in serious sexual relationship with ghosts she met in Australia. And they want kids. Amethyst Realm hit the headlines last year when she revealed she slept with 15 ghosts since breaking up with her fiancé 12 years ago. But now, She's decided to take things to the next level and is in a pretty serious relationship with the ghost she met in Australia. The ghost, who Amethyst can't see but believes she can communicate and have sex with, has now returned with her to the UK and their relationship is progressing. Speaking to Australian website New Idea, she said, One day, while I was walking through the bush, enjoying nature, I suddenly felt this incredible energy. I knew... A new lover had arrived. 
She said, it's pretty serious. In fact, we've even been thinking about having a ghost baby. I know that sounds crazy, but I've been looking into it, and I don't think it's totally out of the question. She believes phantom pregnancies are actually ghost babies, claiming they don't go to term because the human body and mind can't process them. Last year, Amethyst said she had left her fiancé after he caught her having an affair with a spirit. When asked when she had her first sexual encounter with a ghost, she said, It was about twelve years ago now. I was living with my fiancé, and he was working away a lot. I started to feel a presence. Amethyst says that one night she decided to dress in sexy lingerie and hang around in the spare room where she felt the ghost's presence the most. She said she waited a while before anything happened and feared that she'd put the ghost off by coming on too strong. But she claims that just before falling asleep, the ghost turned up and they had sex. She said she'd gone off men completely and has had sexual relationships with another 14 ghosts. When asked about having children, she said, I've done a bit of research into phantom pregnancies. There's a possibility that it is a ghost in you, but people don't know how to carry it to full term. Amethyst explained how her fiancé caught her in bed with a ghost. He said he saw the shape of a man through the window when he pulled up outside. Amethyst said she believes her first ghost was in love with her and says she was in love with it, but that things fizzled out in the end. She also said she was angry that the ghost had shown his physical form to her fiancé but not to her. When asked if sex with a ghost ends in orgasm, Amethyst said, For me, yes. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Hooey! Where could I get a shirt like that? <laughs> oh, you need only look at the Mr. Nelson stores and shops and shops you mean there's more than one that's right you see you can go to the mr nelson store at zazzle.com where there's all sorts of hats and shirts and sweaters and other good things like that with all kinds of nelson art and of course the mr nelson show logo or you can head over to society six for the other mr nelson store where there again more articles in apparel and other nice little things with nelson art all over them and last but not least you can head to the teespring store the mr nelson shop where yes you guessed it more nelson shirts and mugs and stickers and other great cool things of nelson art all there so, of course, the choice is yours. The stores are many. So look up Mr. Nelson Stores at Mr. Nelson Shop at Society6Zazzle.com and Teespring.com. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, well, don't. And now it's time for Perhaps, but maybe not. A mysterious, giant, hairy sea monster has been washed up on the eastern coast of Russia. Locals have failed to identify the creature and are appealing to scientists to name the baffling behemoth. 
A video shows the hulking, smelly carcass found on the Pacific coastline of the Kamchatka Peninsula close to the remote village of Pakachi. The chalk-colored beast, reported to be larger than three men, appears to have a tail or long tentacle, and tube-like hair or fur. It has no definite head or eyes, and was too heavy for locals to move. Speculation has ranged from a bizarre primeval relic from the deep to an extinct woolly mammoth released from an undersea permafrost grave by the warm summer. Witness Svetlana Dydedenko posted, The most interesting thing to me is that the creature is covered with tubular fur. Could it be some ant creature? I wish scientists could inspect this enigma that ocean threw at us. After inspecting the beast, she likened it to a vast hairy octopus. It does look like fur, but it's tubular, as if a lot of tiny pipes hang down the carcass. It's really a strange-looking creature. We googled it and couldn't find anything resembling it. Diadenko reported that locals were unable to either dig or pull it out. You would need an excavator because part of it got completely covered with sand. One puzzled onlooker said, I wonder if it came from a thawed glacier. Another woman replied, It's got to have been brought from the Arctic. One theory is that the beast could be a globster, a term coined in 1962 to describe a mysterious carcass washed up in Tasmania. Globsters may at first resemble a gigantic octopus, while others may have some bones or tentacles or flippers or even eyes, but they are not usually hairy. Many are believed to be the remnants of whales, sharks, or other sea creatures that have decayed over time and taken on bizarre shapes. Russian marine scientist Sergei Kornev from the Research Institute of Fisheries and Oceanography says he believes the Kamchatka monster is part of a whale. Under the influence of the sea, time and various animals from the smallest to the largest a whale often takes on bizarre forms. This is only part of a whale, not a whole one. So, is the mysterious hairy sea monster just part of some chunk of dead whale? Or something else? Perhaps, but maybe not. Say, friends, check out Nelson Theater at selfie.com slash Nelson. Yes, there you'll find my poor man mystery science theater treatment of public domain movies that really deserve the treatment. Yes, you can head over there and check out the links to my trailers to such films on my YouTube channel. Yeah, you can preview them and then head over back to selfie.com slash Nelson and purchase yourself some Mr. Nelson treatments of movies. I'll be right there to guide you through it. All right, uh, before I shut the lights out here at Nelson Studios, uh, Anthony Cumbia, formerly of Opie and Anthony, and currently uh, of Compound Media and his podcast uh, platform, or is it podcast or videocast or vodcast? I don't know how that works, but anyway, it's all video there. It's subscription-based, and uh, I do recommend it. Uh, he hosts his Anthony Cumia show with Dave Landau now. Uh, it's really funny and great and all that. But once again, he's had his Twitter account suspended. Uh, this will be Twitter account number four, I think. 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, he does have a backup account called uh, Corrado Soprano. Yes, uh, the senior Corrado Soprano. That's at Corrado Soprano 4. So um, if you want to follow Anthony on Twitter, that's where it goes. But he's already said if they take that one down, he, he's done. And it's understandable. Uh, what the hell are the rules? Well, the rules are if you're if you're on the right or you lean right or you're a former leftist who's preaching that this left isn't really liberal and you need to have more classic liberalism, uh, you get banned. And uh, that's more the case here. Um, you saw the massive deplatforming of Alex Jones. Interestingly enough, he was only suspended on Twitter for a week. Uh, I assume he's already got his account back. I don't know. Not sure what that's about. But uh, the idea, like I said at the time uh, when I talked about this earlier, you can't win an argument with Alex Jones. <laughs> Boy, are we in a lot of trouble with who's in control of uh, these massive corporations with, through collusion, achieved the power of monopoly. And the idea that political people are not involved in this as well really stretches things uh, beyond uh, believability. So uh, I guess he, uh, he was on a list or whatever, or maybe they have the algorithm checking out certain uh, words. I don't know. I did notice that uh, uh, about 50 people who were following me vanished overnight. <laughs> and I hadn't really tweeted anything, so I don't know. They found out what an asshole I am, and 50 of them? I've had, you know, 10 at most go and then over time quite a few then you builds back up you know and all that or i'll get stupid and uh tweet a, a picture that's naughty <laughs> and you know uh, but that that's the price you pay and that's perfectly fine that is their right and the point about anthony and uh, gavin mcginnis and alex jones and all these characters uh is that the choice of whether or not i listen to them or uh, or watch their shows is up to me. It is my choice. I decide that, and so can you. When entities like this do this over opinions and ideas and uh, stupid jokes or what have you, uh, and, and decide it for you, you're not in the driver's seat anymore. They're deciding what you can see and what you can hear and what you can read and all that rather than you there you don't you do not have to follow anthony or any of these people you don't have to read their tweets you can block them now you can mute them there's all these tools that twitter had all along and the other social media platforms have this i mean when people engage in criminal behavior on it or when they're uh Hey, so-and-so, I hate this bastard. I wish someone would put a bullet in him. Here's his address. Well, that's perfectly understandable as to why that would get you in serious trouble, not just with whatever uh, uh, service uh, is banning you, but law enforcement would have to come in on something like that. Uh, the idea that someone told some shitty joke and you really didn't like it, walk away, you know? Well, this is a guy you don't particularly want. Uh, you could unfollow them. You Again, you can block them. Or you could just never listen to these people again. The power is yours! Unless, of course, you let someone else take over. And that's the risk you run here.
There was this case of people in a class action lawsuit against Trump because he had blocked them on Twitter. And they said, well, hey, look, he's the president and I have a right to uh, hear or read his tweets. Um, which, you know, you could log out and read it, but, <laughs> um, but so this was the case that, Hey, it's a uh, Twitter is like a public forum. Well, if it's a public forum, then you can't eliminate people because of a dirty joke or uh, they said an opinion you don't like, you know, it's like the rant I just went on about the Democrats. <laughs> a lot of people aren't going to like that at all. And so if they had the power to shut me up and I can't say anything anymore, you know, it's very tempting, but it's not right. And so uh, if it is a public forum, then that really changes the rules quite a bit on whether or not a private company can uh, orchestrate this. And especially when you had the collusion in the case of Alex Jones and for <laughs> Alex Jones is the guy they go after first. You know, I would have thought it would have been someone for someone more intellectually formidable, <laughs> but I, I don't know. Some people think, Hey, they're testing the waters or something. I, they, them, whatever, you know, I, I don't know. It was, it was strange. Cause I mean, the, the worst stuff that he said he did years ago. And all this time <laughs> he's been going on. And so it, it's, it's bizarre. And Anthony Cumia, good Lord, on the Opie and Anthony show, the shock jockery, all that stuff they went through on and on and on. So, uh, uh punishing him now over, I, I don't even know what it was. And, and I don't care. Um, because again, if, if he actually did something that I thought, Oh, geez, <laughs> what a piece of shit. And I'm done, you know, and I turns out I'm a grown man. I can actually do that. <laughs> I don't need a nanny. And once you have a nanny, you're nothing. They decide everything. Um, you, you really don't want that. I don't care who it is you don't like. This will bite you on the ass. So, uh, yeah, you can find Anthony there. Uh, he did set up a Gab account. Uh, Gab, and uh, someone reminded me of this, Gab is filled with some really crazy people. There is Minds. I do recommend that one. But people might want to try Minds.com. I have an account there, Mr. Nelson. And I'm on Gab, uh, Mr. Nelson. And uh, so Anthony is there now under, uh, what is it, A Cumia. Uh, 999. So there you go. A Cumia 999. So, uh, uh, you can give Anthony a follow there if you so desire. But, uh, then again, how long can Gab last? Cause, uh, they were trying to remove them from the server. So, <laughs> jeez. Uh, and then there's, uh, what? Robert Spencer, the, uh, Jihad Watch guy. Uh, apparently MasterCard was, uh, interrupting his Patreon page. So, boy, what's next? The banks are going to start refusing you. Uh, it's almost as if we're all going to have to wear the mark of the beast just to be able to work. Oh, oh boy, is that what it is? <laughs> Whoops. Oh, well, yeah, we'll save that crackpot theory for Halloween. All right. Thank you for listening. Do check out my many stores that I advertise here all the time. I did some great work just for you, and they're cheap. So check it out. And uh, come back again this Wednesday. We'll do this all over again. Bye-bye.
The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. Mm-hmm.